0: Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Sunday.
1: Yo, what's
0: up? So <laughs> you were born in the Bay Area? Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, I was born in San Jose. Uh, grew up there and... Uh,
0: Your parents are from there as well?
1: No, my parents are actually from Ohio.
0: Oh, what made them move to San Jose?
1: Um, my dad wanted to be like a, basically like a software engineer and that's what we went to school for. Mm -hmm. So he moved over uh, probably I think in like the 80s and um, pretty much lived in the Bay Area ever since then. Mm -hmm. And Um, what does your mom do? She's a school teacher. Oh,
0: Where, where do you get your creative side from?
1: Um, well, I mean, both my parents are low-key kind of hippies, so, like, when I was growing up, they were always trying to get me to do uh, shit with, like, basically, like, play musical instruments and stuff. Um, you know, they had me do, like, piano lessons since I was, like, a kid.
0: Yeah, and guitar.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, like, learned guitar and, like, bass on my own. Um, I tried to play the drums, but... Drums were like really expensive, and it was like also really hard because I don't have that much coordination in my body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I learned how to play guitar, and then I got really good at bass guitar. Oh! But um, yeah, I think both of my parents, whether they really realize it or not, were definitely encouraging me to do a lot of creative shit. Mm. And uh, when they found out I was doing my mu- doing music, um, you know. Shouldn't have been so much of a surprise,
0: (laughs) What kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up?
1: Um, I mean, my dad mostly listened to, like, uh, like, old rock, you know, like, um, like, early metal and stuff like that. Um, I guess, predominantly, like, talking heads or, like... Led Zeppelin, shit like that.
0: Mm.
1: Um. Do you so remember, like, yeah. That's what he was, like, into, and so... I pretty much grew up on that kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, like, the first CD you bought? I think... I'm not sure if I bought... I don't remember the first CD I bought, but I think the first time I bought music was on, like, iTunes. hmm And it was because all my friends were like, like, you can listen to music on the internet and buy it, and I, before that, I think when I was like nine, I'd figure out how to like torrent music and shit. LimeWire. Yeah, it was like <laughs> LimeWire, and I think I used like torrents.eu when that was still a thing. I think that was what it was called, but anyway, um, I was like a little kid, and you know, I don't remember the last, what the first piece of music that I illegally downloaded or purchased was. But I think the first thing that I purchased was uh, Justin Timberlake.
0: And then you were in like so many bands, right? Like metal bands, jazz bands.
1: Yeah, I did a lot of, a lot of stuff like yeah. that. Um, was I that like
0: through your school or...?
1: Uh, yeah, some of them were through my school. Like the metal bands were through uh, just like my friends and stuff. But in school, um, I did marching band like my first year of high school and I hated it because basically like that was one the first time like I kind of knew how to play guitar and I signed up to do like a like in the percussion pit like mm-hmm. part of the percussion ensemble or whatever and um, they were like okay you can you can play guitar so how about you play bass guitar right and I was like Okay, I'm sure I can figure that out. Yeah. You know? Um. And so I kind of sucked at it for, like, the first month. And I didn't really know what to do. And also, like, the equipment they had set up was, like, had, like, a bunch of faulty wiring. Oh. So, basically, when I go up, I, I go up in front, and I'd be, like, the loudest instrument because I had this giant bass amp. <laughs> And uh I didn't know how to play and then the the faulty wiring kept on electrocuting me. What? Yeah. So like Oh my god. <laughs> I hated it. That shit sucked. But um And then and then everyone would yell at me whenever I get electrocuted. And I was like <laughs> guys, fuck off. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I, I oh my gosh. Marching band any longer. <laughs> but um you know my my school had like a like a decent music program. They tried, you know. Jazz band was cool. I did like um actually no. Jazz band for my school, that one sucked too. So basically, um went out like the, my last two years of high school, I signed up to play bass again in the jazz band. The my jazz instructor was like, Hey, why don't you come play for my band and we'll pay you money right? And then I did that for like maybe like six months or something and uh, he's kind of a dick. So I kind of like flipped out on him and I quit that band, and then I quit the one from school. Mm Mm-hmm. It was was a little empowering, you know? (laughs) But still, yeah, that kind of sucked too.
0: Did he like school growing up?
1: I was kind of a bitch, so I was bullied a lot. So I'm not really sure if I liked it that much.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for the most part, like, where I was raised, like, you had to be, like, really... School was, like, super, super competitive. Yeah. And, um, it basically took over, like, every asset of your life. And I didn't realize until I dropped out of school that, like, how much I really didn't like it. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: But did you like any specific subjects at all,
1: or...? Um... Probably, like, I mean, I've always liked various sciences um, and, I guess, math. Oh. I used to think that I was, like, really good at literature and stuff and, like, writing. And then, like, I recently looked back on stuff that I wrote in, like, my lit classes or, like, essays that I've written, and they're, like, really, really cringy. Because I, I was like kind of a pseudo-intellectual, you know, a yeah. 14-year-old who thinks that they're hella smart, but wasn't. But it
0: came easy to you, like math and science?
1: Uh, no. Definitely oh. not easy. <laughs> but. but there's like kind of like a actual um, tangible gratification, you know, mm. when you're like, I completed this math problem for homework, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, way to go. Um... <laughs> So that, I think that was like the thing that I enjoyed about it, but,
0: mm-hmm. Did the uh, bullying like take a toll on you? Like you didn't want to go to school? Or, or it wasn't that big?
1: Um, yeah, I mean I didn't really... I didn't really have any like friends when I first started going to my high school. Because I didn't know anybody. So I definitely didn't want to go to school for a long time. But... And I definitely like called out sick. Probably way more than I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: your parents knew?
1: I don't think they knew. I definitely lied to them.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: But, um... Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I didn't really, like, take that big of a toll on me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of, like, had my own, um, coming... Or, or, like, I kind of, like, uh, came back around with the whole bowling thing and, uh, had my moments where it was, like, I, like got in my bully's faces, you know, and shit, and, like, you, you know, it worked itself out, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I went to San Francisco State, and it was fucking expensive, and I didn't learn shit. What
0: well, were you on track to study?
1: Well, originally, I was, because I didn't know what I was doing, I was, like, I'm going to go to school for business, and I took, like, econ classes for a bit, and, like, I didn't learn shit, and I just felt like I was wasting my money. Then I started going to school for... Uh, I dropped out and I went to community college. So I was trying to become like a, a programmer.
0: Oh, so kind of like your dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was learning from. Like, I didn't really learn shit in school either. I learned most of my shit from my dad anyway. So. Was
0: he kind of like edging you to be... To do computer science?
1: No, I think that my dad was definitely always supportive of me doing kind of like whatever nonsense I wanted to you know like the music thing um, my mom was definitely like you need to get a real job and figure out your life mm-hmm. kind of deal yeah but uh, so, so she you, was encouraging yeah. me to do that but I also enjoyed it
0: at that point you could see yourself in a career of programming
1: yeah more than anything else um, just cause I like the whole problem solving thing and um, it's a lot of programming is kind of comparable to like working on music, so oh, that's what yeah. I was used to at that point. So when I started learning, I was like, "Oh, this is." I started comparing all the similarities it had to like working in Ableton, for example.
0: Were you going by a different moniker before than death?
1: Yeah, I had like a couple, and they were all terrible.
0: <laughs> what kind of music were those like sounding like?
1: Um, it was like house, I guess. And then I try to do, like, um, more, like, beat-oriented stuff. Um, a little bit of, like, indie shit.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: um, let see. I don't know. I just did a bunch of random shit until I kind of, like, rediscovered Dubstep again. Because that was, like, one of the biggest reasons that I started getting into electronic music. And started going to shows and stuff when I was a lot younger. What I wanted to make back then was, like, Electro House and, like, complex and shit like that. Oh. Or, like, stuff like... Like, when I first started, I wanted to make stuff, like, Mord Fustang or, like, um, Feed Me. That's mm-hmm. what I was, like, trying to do.
0: Yeah. And then how... Like, what artists made you, like, re-get into dubstep?
1: Um, I mean, there's a lot. Probably predominantly, um... Fizo, uh... I think when I first started hearing his shit, I was like, holy fuck, like, this is really different sounding and, like, really heavier. Um, and then, like, Samplifier, Uber, uh, Getter, Must Die. There's a lot of people that I could, like, kind of name as space laces, 100%. Um, but what really inspired me was like the more underground shit like FISO and Samplifier
0: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, it was super complex and uh, like rhythmically different I guess and like the sound design was like super fresh to me because like they were using a lot of sound design techniques that a lot of people weren't oh. in Dubstep especially when Dubstep took like a big dip in popularity and during like kind of like the bro step era where obviously there's a lot of artists that were doing really well and did sound different, but, um, there's a lot of, especially underground artists that literally just were using like serum presets and fucking like when serum first came out, everyone sounded like shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, then people started learning how to sound different with it
0: and then so you dropped out to do music full-time or
1: yeah I mean that was my goal um but I worked I did like a couple jobs um
0: you didn't like them right
1: yeah they were terrible (laughs) I mean you know the there's a certain nostalgia about it but um for the most part they were terrible
0: oh what was it
1: Um, I did, uh, I worked as like a barista for probably like four years, Mm -hmm. and, or it was like three years, and I also was like a server, and that job was like technically way better. I kind of made more money, but I was lazy, and the place, like the coffee shop I worked at was like right down the street from my house, so I just like walked over there. (laughs) That was nice.
0: Yeah. So you were, this was still in San Jose? Or where? where
1: yeah. This is all in San Jose. So.
0: Did you move back in with your parents, or yeah. did you? find... Yeah.
1: I basically like lived out of their garage, and like had like a like I don't I don't really have that much equipment, um, but I still had my giant bass amp from when I played bass, and uh, it was like a giant cabinet, and then um, I had a these shitty monitors that I still use to produce <laughs> and um, I basically had those all set up in my garage and um, I would just basically like have like a bunch of people over all the time and I'd be like working on music and shit mm-hmm. and uh, yeah my parents were uh, very tolerant of yeah. me, like being really loud and probably drunk with like a bunch of random motherfuckers
0: (laughs) oh my gosh yeah did you have some sort of strategy I mean you must have known like one day it would all like work out right or you didn't know
1: (laughs) definitely didn't know that but when I started doing dubstep again I felt like I had more of like a purpose and more of a direction. I was like I want to get really good at this genre because it's inspiring me and uh, I feel like I can do it like I feel like I can do it you know and it became more of a challenge because again like even though it's like kind of hard to acknowledge Dubs Up is very competitive um, because everyone wants to have like like the coolest like freshest idea basically that's the environment that I kind of grew up in and so like when I hear people uh, make new shit I'm like fuck I want to make new shit too yeah not necessarily like like copy them or like because that's the thing that in my opinion like ruins creativity is like when everyone's like it becomes less competitive and uh, instead of like people trying to like one-up each other and doing something cool and different it becomes like people trying to one-up with each other and doing the same shit
0: mm. um how did you get your music out there initially? Like, picking up momentum at the beginning.
1: Well, I mean, I definitely rotted alone <laughs> for a long time. Um, you know, with some of my friends from high school and shit, like... And, uh... Like, Saw sounds he, Me and him, like... Have known each other for a long time. Basically, like, when I first started producing. Um, initially... They, I mean, like... I never had a fucking game plan at all. I just kind of did whatever, Um, but I really tried for the beginning. For example, like sending
0: stuff out to blogs.
1: Uh, I never really did that because I never really felt like I had the right contact email, and I felt like it was very rare they're gonna like actually listen to it. Um, but. I guess I started doing that a little bit later, but it never worked out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my first idea was I, wanna, uh, I want people to, like, know me in the Bay Area and uh, kind of, like, get my music out in that way. Um, there's a lot of local DJs there, and uh, it's kind of a racket, yeah. too. So, like, it's a lot of like pay for play or like sell tickets and shit. I never really did that shit. Um, I tried being a promoter, I think, for like a week where I would just have to like hand out flyers and stuff. And uh, when it comes to that kind of shit, I'm not trying to hate on it. Like, you just have to like think about your end goal, I guess, which is are you doing it because you want to play shows and be like a DJ for this company? Or are you just doing it to, like, get guest lists and, like, mm. go to a party and stuff? And I think that the latter is worth it, if that's, like, what you want to do. But if you're trying to be a DJ, um, the thing that people, especially from the Bay Area, what they don't realize is that your music should speak for yourself, and that's how you should get bookings, and, like, um, you shouldn't have to fucking suck some promoter's dick in order to, like, uh, have your music heard or like even play like an opening slot somewhere mm-hmm. and I don't know but basically um, the first thing that I ever did promotion wise I remember this very vividly because this is actually the day that I met Somnium Sounds um, There's like this club in in San Francisco and uh it had like a it was like a weekly thing. Um and I was like I just finished like what I would have considered like an EP, right? And I was like, yo, I'm gonna hand it out CDs to all these random motherfuckers and see if the like they'll like my music and shit. And um I don't think I wrote my name on the CDs or did anything that would actually benefit me. Um but I went to this club, and when it ended, I was like handing out CDs, and, uh, that, like, Saw and Sound was standing there with our other friend, Dontel, and he was like, Yo, man, I'll check out your CD, and he was, like, the only person to, like, actually respond to me, and I was like, hell yeah, dude, and so we started talking, because, like, um, there weren't really that many, like, actual music producers, so... Uh, they are like, oh, for sure. Um, listen to your shit. And we started talking about production stuff. And then they actually listened to my music, and they are like, oh, dude, this is tight. And um, then we just started like hanging out all the time after that. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time I ever handed out CDs. And uh, it worked. I guess something... Yeah. Because <laughs> that's one of my best friends now. Yeah. But um, that... There's like a probably like three year gap in between that period of time when I handed out CDs at a weekly club in San Francisco to like when I started making Dubstep. Um, And uh, the first thing that I did to like kind of get my music out was I kind of noticed that Another thing that really drew me into dubstep, to go on a, a, a little bit of a, tan- a tangent, um, was there's like an actual community, especially for underground Devstep, mm. Um and like people are like really supportive
0: yeah. in
1: general, and that was one of the things that like kind of drew me into it, like mainly because I didn't really feel like any of the other genres really had that kind of like backbone to the community. Um, It was, like, either, like, you're a music producer and you're, like, a house guy and you're huge or, like, you maybe knew, like, four other people that would want to talk to you, Mm. you know? Um,
0: So were you guys, like, sharing each other's music?
1: Yeah, so basically, like, I uh, started, like... Well, I mean, I started my SoundCloud and at that point in time, I met some other people that, like new dubstep or like new people in the dubstep scene and we're all like friends on Facebook and shit and these are all people that were like out of country too that they knew. Within the first like month um, my friends who lived in the Bay Area that were in the dubstep shared my stuff with like all these people that were like out of country like or like um, you know in the United States and stuff but didn't live in the Bay And, uh, I just started, like, adding them on Facebook, and, like, talking to them, and, uh, Skyping and shit. Um, one of the first people to, like, share my music was Uber, and he was, like, one of the first people to ever, like, kind of discover me on SoundCloud and stuff, and he's been, like, one of my best friends for, like, the past, like, three years now. Um...
0: How did you meet, like, Slayall and...
1: Well, uh, I met Clint going out, like, like, randomly at shows, and, um, basically, like, you know, we talked, and, you know, we just kind of got along, and then...
0: How long um, ago was that?
1: Uh, it wasn't too long ago. It was within the past, like, year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think they noticed, like, my growth within the depths of scene and stuff and we're definitely interested in like helping the project
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like um, making it bigger and stuff.
0: Yeah. And how long ago did you move to LA?
1: Uh, like almost two and a half years ago.
0: Oh. So you feel like you had to make that move to be more in music here?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, in the Bay Area again like there wasn't really any- oh, Jesus, man, that's a pigeon with his head Oh off. my
0: gosh. Why do I see so much weird stuff? I've seen a car crash with this sidewalk and I did boombox.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I didn't even intense. want to show you
0: guys. YouTube's gonna censor it.
1: That was brutal, man. It's Why like do you point like that out? out of his fucking head.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: Uh. <laughs> there, there wasn't really an opportunity for me to, like, grow in terms of, like, playing shows or, like, meeting new people. In L.A., everyone comes over here that's, like, out of state. Like, you'll get to meet, like, all these people that you've been talking on the Internet with for a long mm-hmm. time. And you'll be like, yo, put a face to the name or yeah, shit like that. Whereas in the Bay, like, pretty much no one will ever go there unless mm-hmm. there's, like, a really big show. Yeah. Um, and there's also, like, no... Uh, there wasn't a big underground scene for, like, the mm-hmm. upset. Yeah. So there was, like, only, like, a couple promoters that would... Um, that would, like, actually throw shows
0: mm-hmm.
1: and would book people that had, like, a thousand SoundCloud followers. Or
0: something oh, like that. wow. How did you meet, like, Never Say Die?
1: Um, so that's kind of a funny story. I actually met Schism when he played in this club in, like, Campbell was in the bay probably like three years ago and this is before I started making dev and uh I think I opened for him or something like played like the 830 slot some shit and uh I was like hey man uh you should check out my music or something like along those lines And, um, I didn't give him any way of, like, ever contacting me, ever. You never do this,
0: you're so mysterious. Yeah,
1: I know, it was really dumb. (laughs) And, uh, and so then I met him again, like, uh, I think late 2016, something like that. And, um, he had already, like, had some of my songs, and he was, like, playing them out, and I was like, what the? Fuck, you know, like, yeah. I did not expect that. And uh, he was like, Yeah, man, I'm really stuck in your shit. Uh, let's, you know, get some music out. And mm-hmm. I've been working with them since then. And uh, yeah, probably like one of my favorite labels of all time. Yeah. Super, super cool guys.
0: How would you say you've grown as a person since you were younger?
1: Uh, I mean, I was always like kind of like an anxious wreck. Um, pretty much my entire life, and I'm not sure if that's gone away at all, um, I definitely have a little bit more confidence now that, like, I feel like I know what I'm supposed to do with my life, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, and not lost and think that everyone hates me and that I'm failing at everything else, Mm -hmm. um, but... I mean, it all depends, I guess, like, how young you'd say. I feel like, I don't know. I definitely changed a lot in the past, like, 10 years. Uh, definitely used to be a bitch, and I think I still might be a bitch.
0: What do you want to be remembered for?
1: Uh, Making cool music. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's, if there's anything, like, I would pretty much be it. Yeah, I'd be like that guy made cool music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool guy.
0: What does success look like to you?
1: Obviously, there's like the, like the end goal, dream of success, living in a fucking fancy house and being rich and shit like that. You know. Mhm. And there's a part of me that says like, that'd be cool. You know. Um. But I don't know. I, I feel like. I think that's, like, I don't know. I mean, I I couldn't really tell you, like, what my definition of success is because I'm not sure what anybody else's definition of success is either because I'm pretty sure that when you say, like, success, that's what everyone thinks of is being rich and flexy and fucking cool. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say that I'm, like, satisfied or, like, I'm like I'm comfortable with where I'm at because I do want to grow as an artist so I want to play bigger shows and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, I'm like pretty fucking happy where I am you know mm-hmm. so like it's not and like I have been for like the past like two years you know just like actually finding like a community that like I can relate to and stuff and not feeling like a loser so That's, I mean, like, that's pretty much all I wanted anyway.
0: Yeah, I love that. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs)